Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Soundcraft Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, Interest Warring Author, Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a multi talented 35 year old author, filmmaker, producer from Charleston, South Carolina, and a, and a USC alumni with 13 years uh, experience, a uh, track record in, um, in, in many, many projects with a background in martial arts. He's also a, a chief production officer or a CPO um, in, in um, at Seven uh, Cinematics. And he's also been featured in numerous films like uh, Filthy, Broken, and um, Days on a Wire, and uh, Southern Comfort. And he's got a uh, brand new uh, series called The Pantheon. And we'll be talking about uh, part one of his book, The Golden Veins, and what's coming up in the Pantheon series. And what exactly is a Pantheon? We'll find out in just one minute. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from Plus Studios in beautiful downtown um, Charleston, South Carolina, the 35-year-old author, filmmaker, producer, and USC alumni, 13 years experience with his new series, Pantheon. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Adrian West. Adrian, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Mike, thank you for having me. What's well, great to have you on board, Adrian. So you're a 35-year-old author, filmmaker, producer from Charleston, South Carolina, and a USC alumni, 13 years uh, proven track record in um, in a, in a commercial production industry with a background in martial arts. You're also a CPO, chief production officer at uh, Seven Cinematics. You've been featured in numerous films like Filthy, Broken, Days on a Wire, Southern Comfort, and also various productions as well. You also have a brand new book, um, Heart of the Pat. Pantheon series and got part one called the golden veins. We'll be talking about part two. And before getting all that, Adrian, tell us how I first got started. Yeah. Long story, but I'll try to condense it. I grew up uh, interested in martial arts, interested in baseball for a long time. Thought I would play college baseball, but ultimately when I graduated high school at 17, I went straight into the academic world, hung up the cleats, finished South Carolina in four years and along that course of time switched majors twice and landed on film production wow so in college in columbia south carolina worked on a small handful of independent projects some short films some commercials then got into the real world in charleston south carolina shortly thereafter like 2010 and just started working on various productions in town and in the region, whether that was TV shows, movies, music videos, the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. and, and then fast forward like two years, I start producing more content, being assuming more of a leadership roles on various shows and productions. And uh, one thing led to another and, 2018 started filming concerts and we could go on for days and days but <laughs> a lot of consistency a lot of grit a lot of never giving up and reaping what we sow hmm. that is rather interesting so many concerts and uh some of the concerts you filmed what was your favorite one so we've been to egypt twice Wow. And I think those are in a league of their own. We did the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the Pyramids in 2019. And in 2022, we did Maroon 5 also at the Pyramids. Wow. So those were kind of, those were like both in a separate category. But in America, Red Rocks in Morrison, Colorado is one of the most iconic venues. Uh, been to all kinds of places in New York, Los Angeles. Nashville, Atlanta, 
a lot of beautiful theaters. So it's hard to pick more than, uh, it's hard to just narrow it down to one, but in America, Red Rocks is a can't miss. Hmm. And that certainly is. We got to remind people to head out there. And was it one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing the rest of your career? Well, we'll probably get to uh, how it all will ultimately unfold, but I'm, I've always been a writer. So whether that's short stories in elementary school or independent screenplays, fresh out of college, uh, that's kind of something I've never given up. Um, and then as far as in the production world, it went from um, like independent TV shows, outdoor hunting, fishing content to in 2018, we, there was one concert we filmed a new year's Eve show out in Denver. That was the catalyst. Hmm. That was like a pivotal moment in our team's transition from traditional work and gigs to now 95 plus probably more like yeah between 95 to 99 percent of what we do is music related hmm. and so if i hope that answers your question that's kind of with the cinema production team and then my my other other lives and other projects and and things like that they all have their pivotal moments as well there's just a a list mm -hmm. and of course we'll go over the list as well too and of course uh, being in film and uh who are some of your favorite actors and um actresses and uh movies growing up Ooh, and producers too yeah i was i was really influenced by steven spielberg films um from i guess childhood up into adolescence whether that was et jurassic park apollo 13 and I mean, Robin Hood, like those, those films were my jam. And I, then I, I always enjoyed Westerns, baseball movies, war films, uh, crime dramas, got into like the mafia movies for a while. Then in college, discovered like Quentin Tarantino, Stanley Kubrick. And I'd say those last two are the most influential to me. And then the ones that are active right now, like Christopher Nolan is top of the line and uh, actors and actresses. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, I believe, is the greatest of all time. So mm -hmm. lucky to, I think we're lucky to be alive in this generation where he's performed some of these iconic roles. And yeah, there's all kinds of classic films I can name. Um, yeah. Actresses come back to me on that one. There's a, there's a lot, and I have to narrow that down. It's certainly it, it's certainly okay. You can take your time on that one. I'm sure it's going to pop up later, and um, we'll be uh, transitioning going from film to TV to writing as well. And um, it sounds like the Pantheon series is going to make a great uh, t TV series. But of course, it's going to books. We'll talk about that along with your other works. But first, you listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition rate. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. 
Mention the Mike Whitener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Whitener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those who love to be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia has gotten great reviews. And Eve 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, Eminence. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on our 40 podcast platforms. We're in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. And make sure you subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Facebook. Take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Make sure you go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas like um, T-shirts, pop sockets, phone cases, hoodies, as well as um, Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Great books by Amazon by Mia Molson-Zia. Check it out today. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson-Zia. And support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and themikewidenershow.com. We're here with the multi-talented 35-year-old author, filmmaker, and producer from Charleston, South Carolina, Adrian West here on the Mike Wagner Show. And before we talk about your um, Pantheon series featuring um, the Golden Veins Part 1, you've been some films yourself like Filthy, Broken, Days on a Wire, and Southern Comfort. And, of course, you know, going from uh, behind the scenes over to the camera. And uh, tell us more about those movies. Yeah, we can start back with Southern Comfort, the director I went to college with. And this is like 2012 or so. I w- that was kind of my breakout and transition from working as a crewman on various sets to being a producer on a legit movie, independent, but with a real budget where we could pay actors, pay crew, pay locations, and and make the best product. So uh, the director called me one day. We went back and forth over the script for a period of months. I worked as a producer, a location manager, and uh, had wore many hats on that production. And that ended up later premiering on Amazon Prime and getting that style of distribution. So oh wow. Yeah, overall it was it was a success. And literally while they were editing Southern Comfort in Los Angeles, there was a local production that we submitted to a few festivals, but never, it never got the success that Southern Comfort did, but uh, it was called Broken, and I came on as a producer and ended up also playing the lead bad guy on that. Mm. It was a, a martial arts movie, so we got some training in the kickboxing and jiu-jitsu world that would play into the scenes and the stunts, so it was a labor of love and a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and you know. One of those deals where it's not like uh, it blew up on the rankings, but it was a phenomenal learning lesson as far as making an independent movie from scratch with limited resources, local talent, and yeah, almost a two-hour film start to finish. Wow. So uh, 
yeah, there's various other ones. Around the same time, I was a stuntman in the TV show Homeland, mm-hmm. which watched uh, Showtime for many years. So I okay. was in two episodes of season one, and that went on to uh, earn some accolades as well on the circuit. Mm. That must be really fun as well, too. How did you first get involved with uh, mixed martial arts? Yeah, I was, martial arts I was, in general, I should say. Absolutely. I was a karate kid. I think uh, where I grew up, it wasn't it wasn't a bad part of town or anything, but kids will be kids. And there's all there's all kinds of softcore bullying. And then uh, I was always kind of a bigger kid, but it, there was always someone bigger. So it was like defending yourself in elementary school and then one day i was hanging out with my cousin and we started watching bruce lee movies <laughs> i i went home and started like reenacting the moves i feel like shortly thereafter my parents threw me into karate class so that was really kind of my foundation and organized sports or you know learning a skill with a legit coach but then baseball took over my childhood Got back into the weights a little bit in college as far as strength and conditioning. And then in my mid-20s, returned to martial arts, mainly in jiu-jitsu. And uh, being a part of that film, Broken, was a huge motivator to stay on it. Uh, The same director as Southern Comfort, we shot a kind of this behind-the-scenes TV series all over South Carolina following regional amateurs and semi-pro mixed martial artists so we were like embedded with them i don't know if uh, any of your audience follows like the ufc youtube series embedded Mm -hmm. but we were doing that in 2013 in the fall of 2013 like living with these fighters following them around every day in their camps and so i feel like even though it was more of an independent effort we were some of the pioneers in that style of like truly embedded documentary filmmaking, but being around those athletes pushed me to, to continue the journey of being a martial artist. And I feel like it, it goes hand in hand with successful projects or learning skills that you can apply to work and creative endeavors and wide variety of projects. There's all these transferable lessons. Mm-hmm. And, and what you say transferable lessons would be instead of getting a karate chop so <laughs> yeah well it's almost like a discipline discipline vision pinpoint vision and uh like eyes on the target and in, in jiu-jitsu they say position before submission hmm. so it's sort of like yeah it's like stack up your dominoes in a way that best suits your goal or ideal outcome before just rushing into things if you're in a martial arts competition rarely do you want to just go barging in throwing wild shots you kind of want to analyze the field analyze the opponent figure out the timing and the flow of the challenge before you unleash your own weapons and tools Hmm. that's interesting so it kind of develops more of a think on your feet type of mentality thousand percent definitely Yes. It's almost a, a cheat code. If you can find a, a exercise routine, whether that's just, you know, calisthenics or yoga or stretching, and I kind of need something a little more hardcore, but martial arts, you 
your your brain improves you get this like mentality and flow that enables you to carry that over to anything else you're doing whether that's writing podcasting various all all sorts of work that's my philosophy Mm-hmm. And of course, speaking of writing, this carries over too with your uh, Pantheon series. We'll talk about your um, book, part one, The Golden Veins, and your upcoming part two and uh, the Pantheon series with uh, the multi talented Adrian West. You listen to the Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios, and brought to you by our official sponsor, The Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson Zavin Missing. We'll be back with the author, filmmaker, and producer from Charleston, South Carolina, Adrian West, after this timeout. We're back with the multi-talented Adrian West here on the Mike Wagner Show with his brand new um, series uh, called The Pantheon. And we'll talk about uh, part one of the series called The Golden Veins. Before we get to uh, part one of the book, um, tell, tell us more about The Pantheon series and uh, what, what inspired you to uh, create the series. Right. So <clears throat> while I was still in college, I kind of went started to go down this rabbit hole of discovery, seeking the truth about things in the world history, ancient history, modern technologies, etc. So once I, once you begin a journey like that, it's hard to ever slow down. And uh, a friend of mine was developing this series kind of based around these biblical characters. He's still working on it. And uh, during the course of kind of research to support that, I I was on my own path of discovery and picked up the pace in 2017 mm. and discovered this author based in Africa named Benson. Mm. And he had this Facebook group and had written a thousand pages, breaking down kind of ancient historical stories all the way from the big bang to Adam and Eve and the flood, and then more recognizable names in modern contemporary religions. And I connected with him on social media. We thought about going headfirst into making a movie series. And then I thought that a book series would suit everything better and kind of condense the ideas, get some audience, get some buzz going, and kind of market it as the series. So uh, Benson gave me full confidence, full permission to take this and run with it. We have our, we're essentially business partners and uh, we've, bunk, we've gone back and forth over the drafts. And essentially what I did was took his thousand page master document and split it up into six sections, mm. which would be six books. And yeah, we are in the process of editing the first one with Amazon publishing right now. I'm, I'm back and forth with them as we speak mm -hmm. and we are all are all really excited about this. The first installment of Pantheon is called the golden veins. And it's essentially the story of mankind with well-supported research from a, a very wide variety of sources that all kind of support the central narrative. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, with the golden veins as well, too, and uh, a bit more about that, you know, the the characters, how it leads and everything. And uh, what do you want the, um you know, the readers to uh, get out of the uh, golden veins? Absolutely. So to make a extremely long story short, part one of Pantheon, which is called the golden veins, essentially 
goes back in time and formulates multiple hypotheses about the formation of our current universe, whether that's the Big Bang, we explain some more religious and far out stories for the, the creation of everything. And then we bring in the science about the formation of galaxies, the formation of the solar system, why certain planets have various idiosyncrasies or special little properties about them that others don't. And then we talk about the, the earliest life forms detected in the universe based on ancient tablets that were found in the Middle East. Mm. And, you know, when they were writing their histories, modern day people look like the Greeks and the Romans and the Vikings, and we consider that mythology. Mm -hmm. But for the Sumerians, it's, it is agreed on, agreed upon by many that they didn't really have time to write about fake fantasy stories. A lot of what they depicted with cuneiform on their tablets was in fact, their history. Mm. They were here to document what had happened, pass along their knowledge to the next generation and yeah, spread the good word, so to speak. So in, in this first installment, it kind of leads up to, the discovery of earth and the discovery of resources on earth by higher intelligences mm. and yeah according to our research earth is like we think earth is a special planet but earth is beyond special it is it's been noticed by other civilizations in our opinion it's being studied and it's it's one of those magical anomalies not quite an anomaly but just a planet that's hospitable to life with so much potential and our ultimate hypothesis is that we're not alone in the universe mm -hmm. and that we've had help with our knowledge development and evolution mm. that's really interesting it made me think of um atlantis as well too having all that potential the wealth and every, every everything like that Absolutely. Atlantis is ultimately part of the story, especially as we get into parts two and beyond. But some of those civilizations were synchronous. Uh, here we have the Anunnaki, which is what the Sumerians called the, the sky deities. And depending on who you ask, those were also the Atlanteans. Okay. And there's, yeah, there's all types of uh, speculation and agreement disagreement on where atlantis was some people think it was an island if you follow like the the writings of plato and the things they reported while others think atlantis was the global civilization hmm. so yeah we we talk the global intelligent civilization hmm. so we we talk about all kinds of various scenarios and you know we might be going along the time scale and a historic event happens We'll give you three options for what the meaning could have been or how it could have been translated that kind of fits the narrative of of the many. But time keeps going. So the story keeps rolling and and all these various religious texts and ancient tablets found, they have these similar threads that we can find through carbon dating, uh, history studying the climate and you know essentially the history of war on this planet and 
the rise and fall of kingdoms. We're all, we're just telling the master story here as best we can. Mm, that's right. Interesting as well, too. And of course, the, the, the part two is in the works as well, too. And uh, what else can we expect, you know, parts three, four, five, and maybe perhaps um, it could win, win an enemy just like it is on your desk. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, full disclosure, we want to adapt this into cinema. So feature film one day. Uh, I initially wrote the teleplay thinking that we would just lean heavy on character development, take it slow, go TV season by TV season, which could happen. But uh, in the last few months, we've kind of repackaged the first few episodes of the previous season and are now calling that installment one of the film series. So it'll go roughly, the film would go roughly along the same time frame as the book, but also tell a little bit more at the end as the cliffhanger for part two. But yeah, the ultimate goal is to, to get high level actors, professional production value and you know, dial in the script, dial in the creativity and and get this book series adapted into films. Hmm. And we're certainly looking forward to that as well, too. In the meantime, where can we find all your works, including your uh, Pantheon series, especially part one? Yeah, by the time this podcast drops, uh, I'll have more information on my website, which is adrianwesthq.com. I'm currently on Instagram at actionwest007. Mm-hmm. And those are two good starting points. From there, you can see some of the projects I'm involved with and the competitions I'm currently pursuing. And you can see the first book I wrote, which is about independent filmmaking and the nuts and bolts behind that. But from now in the next few years, other than a few side projects, maybe an ebook drop here and there, uh, this Pantheon series is our main focus that we want to push to the world for improvement. Mm. And we'll certainly check that out as well, too. We're here with the uh, multi-talented author, filmmaker, and producer from Charleston, South Carolina, Adrian West with the Pantheon series featuring part one of the Golden Veins here on the Mike Widener Show. Adrian, just a few more minutes here. We'd love to have you back. And um, what else can we expect me in 2023 and beyond? 2023 and beyond, I would just say, uh, follow me on social. I'm also going to launch a YouTube channel and and launch a podcast as well. I want to talk about some of these concepts on and the, with the spoken word with a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and and also to to cap off some things about the book. Here's a little dessert at the end. I'm going to include one lesson or group of questions per chapter, so you're not just reading a history book or a book about ancient aliens or whatever, there's going to be takeaways and lessons that we can apply and extract from each chapter to get you thinking about how to improve your own life, Hmm. how to think long-term, big scale, but also go into the details that you need to succeed. Hmm. Sounds like something for the classroom. That's what it sounds like. So (laughs) yeah, man. I think that's a good, I think it's a great idea, Adrian. And um, also a couple of things. Who do you consider biggest influence in your career? Fantastic question, man. Career, like I said earlier, a big Stanley Kubrick fan on the filmmaking side, 
big Tarantino fan on the screenwriting kind of just renegade side of you know being fearless taking control of your works big fan of Chris Nolan as well and then outside of film you know there's athletes musicians podcast hosts you know Joe Rogan Jocko Willink I could I could go on and on right now it's a lot of people that are also talking about ancient history stuff and self-improvement Billy Carson Wes Watson Mike Rashid could go on for days <laughs> well that can be for next time as well too when you got a bigger list and <laughs> yeah exactly right right yeah and what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point oh there's so many one-liners as well but <laughs> i had a jiu-jitsu coach that said i think he kind of rehashed a quote that already existed but it's when you're going through hell keep going and so I live by a lot of like athletic philosophies or military strategy, motivational quotes, but things like that keep me going. Just it's a never give up mentality. I haven't made it yet. Um, I know people that have, but the majority haven't. So I want to push out ancient knowledge with as much research as possible and find applicable takeaways and lessons that we can use to improve the world. Mm -hmm. And that's a really good advice as well, too. Once again, we're with the multi-talented author, filmmaker, producer from Charleston, South Carolina, Adrian West with the Pantheon series featuring part one, the golden veins here on the Mike Wagner show. Adrian, very big. Thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back once again. What's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase and check out your works? Yes, my website is adrianwesthq.com. At the time of this recording, only my first book is on there right now. And in a matter of weeks, Amazon will have the second book. I'll have a link on my website, but also you can find it on Amazon under Pantheon, the Golden Veins. We will. And, Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. I'm on Instagram right now is action West 007. And I wanted to uh, quickly recircle to an earlier question where I couldn't think of a favorite actress, but Jennifer Connelly was one of my favorites when I watched a lot of uh, films back in the day. And I think she's got great versatility. Mm, that certainly is amazing. Speaking of versatility and uh, tell us about your Emmy. I think uh, we got a circle about that. It's like, I totally forgot to ask you about that one. <laughs> oh yeah. In 2020, no, 2019, we shot a lot of uh, bands, concerts at these theaters as part of our own television show called American Music Spotlight. Mm -hmm. It got nominated for a daytime Emmy for team directing and we went up against some strong competition, big names, big networks, but we pulled it out that year. And yeah, Daytime Emmy 2021 victory. Mm -hmm. And victorious indeed as well. And uh, once again, what's your website, Adrian? AdrianWestHQ.com. We will certainly check that out. Once again, Adrian, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. Wish you all the best. And Adrian, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you so much for the support, Mike. You've been a rock star. <laughs>